moment of eloquence. <laughs> you done yet? <laughs> All right. Welcome to Torchlight Tower. <laughs> yes. Randall, you're right. I'm your Surgeon General, Jameson Oxford. And uh, today, to my left... Sits once again, strong, playing Bobadopolis, your favorite dwarf wizard, down here in these caverns, where it feels like home. And somewhere further into those caverns is... You're gonna stab a bitch. Hmm. Or, <laughs> for those of you who weren't here last week, Bruce. Or, for those of you who want to know who Bruce is played by, Mitch. And I am just a general prate- practitioner, actually. I'm still making my way through all that. So. Just curious how you're going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just a general practice guy. But this is uh, Randall playing Good Boy Dylan. Uh, about to murder bitches. It's Maybe. Not- Probably that, not. Because that lines up. I mean, the book to the Monster Manual is open. I'm just saying. I'm sitting here yeah. with it in front of me. Jay's very bold. He he puts his dick right on the table. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't believe in DM screens, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, that's why we screen our DMs. So, to my left. Oh, that's me. I am, of course, the Gentleman Skeleton, Mr. Grimm, a.k.a. Jeff. Jeff. I, just, I just want the listeners to know. That every time Jeff's flamboyant ass says the gentleman skeleton, Mr. Grimm, he does tip his fucking Yeah, I was going to say, in an audio without form, fail. You I can't hear it. that, but it's happening. I just need you to know. Here, here's the thing. I appreciate He that. was tipping a hat that wasn't there last time. Somehow he got hold of a hat. <laughs> <laughs> we don't question there it, go. Jay. There you go. I question, up in, I question the it because they need to know that I'm afraid. Listen, he just showed up at the tavern. The next time I see him, him, he might not have skin. It's a fine hat. I'm getting no. into the character. Look, he's got to get the suit first. <laughs> yeah. If, I see it, if he shows up with a three-piece, we're going to have to talk to him about where we need to draw the line. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the bleed. <laughs> All right, so last time, uh, for Jeff, Randall, and Strana, Bop, Dylan, and the gentleman, Mr. Grimm, mm. they had arrived at the Jorvan uh, construction site where the explosion had happened, and they had met with the king and his new confidant who? She's very pretty. What's her name? <clears throat> I don't do names. You wrote it. Did I write it? I don't do Did names. you not write it? <laughs> no, no. Penaha. <laughs> What'd you call it? <laughs> I have terrible writing. <laughs> you have terrible writing. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Oh, no, it's definitely Penaha. <laughs> it's, there's, I, I'm fairly certain there's no P in that name. <laughs> Lenaha? Is it D? I think it's a D. Okay. Danaha? Danaha? Oh my god. Are you fucking kidding me? It's the one name I did right now. I have every NBC's fucking name except her. Almost positive it's Danara. That's the one that sounds right. And it it could be Danara. By the writing, it could be Danara. I think it's Danaka. Oh, it could be a K. Could also be a K. I'm almost certain it was Danaka. Okay, let's go with Danaka. I was getting close with Danara. Well, it's Danaka now. Danara sounded right. Please make us funny, Redactyl. <laughs> All I remember is that she had wonderfully braided hair. Yes. Oh, yeah. her. her whole clothing was made out of hair. Her correct. beard. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. To which I just went, I'm going to keep staring at my barrel. Because this is weird. <laughs> is that what you call <laughs> it? <There> you. <laughs> Impressive. I'm your Surgeon General. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just start this back. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> no, 
Twitter because I'm not, I'm not doing this. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I hope oh, I hope the rest of you I hope our listeners find this half as amusing as we find ourselves. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, last time you guys met the Thane and his new confidant Danaka. Danaka. Yeah, Don't Danaka without trying it. <laughs> oh, fuck. You earned that, that was the sound of him being hit. You earned that. The DM is smiling from ear to ear. Yeah, we left off with the gentleman, Mr. Grimm, and Dylan and Bop meeting with the king and his new confidant. Danaka. And he kind of informed you that they've been having trouble. They've been losing miners. Doors are going missing. Which is not great because this isn't just a mining colony. It's a this settlement, a essentially. Home? Yeah, they're bringing their families here. He talks to you a little bit, and he, at some point he asks you to speak in private because he does not trust your new friends, and he asks them to go outside the room. And he t- fills you in on the fact that five hours ago, someone who must have been Bruce and an unidentified halfling hmm. caused an incredible stir, uh, nearly caused a catastrophe on the, Brit- or on the, uh, the elevator. He landed on the elevator from 100 feet up. That do it. Now, there's I've seen heavily loaded mine carts, but... Yes, he snapped a line. A he almost caused the death of two, pe- two dwarven children. They were saved by them. Mm-hmm. They corrected it. But when asked to stop by our guards, they barreled through them and continued into the catacombs. They were chasing what seemed right. to be an elf in a dark cloak. Well, Do you know anything point. about this? This is the first I've heard about it, and if it's something involved with those pointy ears, I bet something involved with somebody from one of the other planes, knowing elves. Uh, to be fair, are you forgetting things, or are you lying to your thing? Not forgetting things. <laughs> You're forgetting things. Okay. Um, I'm, well, actually, the only elves you've ever dealt problem. with are the Cult of Vina and that assassin that attacked you all in the, in the yeah. street. Well, the thing is, I'm, it's it's a why is the dwarf in the or sorry why is the elf in the dwarf settlement going into what is our future home? It's all considering our connections and some of the other crap that's been happening. The most probable heavy damage that we could be seeing is from a movement amongst our enemies. Welcome to Extrapolation with Bob. <laughs> I didn't take that class in college. Bruce Cotton Neal. Should have. It's interesting, <laughs> to say the least. Wizarding or community. <laughs> Which, and uh, so basically your thing ends with, so, to sum up, mm. your friend, correct? Bruce? Acquaintance. Your acquaintance, Bruce, may be in danger in the catacombs. Things go missing there. But it only means that hopefully there'll be enough so that we can figure out what the heck is down there. Uh, so, Bruce, you, uh, we left you and Roy yeah, running through the, uh, the catacombs, and it is dark. How do you see? Oh, by the light of my Sword of Warning, which you had indicated had just shifted from its normal pleasant hue of emerald green to the fuck you hue of red. The danger color. Danger zone. I have entered. 
the danger zone. He really has. <laughs> it took a lot in me to resist that. You know that, right? Are you not a fan of Kenny Loggins? <laughs> oh, no, I am. Oh. <laughs> I'm a bigger fan of Archer, and I almost danger zoned so hard. <laughs> danger zone! Quit your See, shit. now you just lost your chance to rental. Yeah, I did. Now you know how Jay feels when he opens every episode. It's true. Yeah, so you, uh, you're having a hard time, Bruce, because this place is, there are parts of it that are cramped, there are ways through which that Roy is getting far ahead of you, and, um, neither one of you is slowing down, and you are not the quickest. You find yourself crashing through things more than shifting through them just to keep up. Yeah, that sounds But the elf and the halfling are very quickly getting away from you, and... It isn't long before you find yourself alone in the dark. Yeah, I mean, what's yes. my sword doing? Yes. It's got a red rocket in his hand. Um, I uh, cast uh, Magic Missile to Darkness. What? Right. Old D&D. Old oh, throwback. I even did. It's a D&D thing. Dorkly Bits. Dork, is it Dorkly? It's, it's not even Dorkly Bits. I thought it was. Are you kidding? They, they, did they? remember 8-Bit? Yeah. Oh, was it eight bit theater? Is that what it was? Yeah. Something like oh, that. Okay. Yeah, it's real old. One of those. I was more confused by Bruce having spells, but I don't know Are there any girls in the catacombs? I want to have sex with them. Want, All right. No, no, it's not even that. I want to bang. Them. Yeah, I want to bang. Never mind. All right. Not our bit. Right. Just a throwback for all you old timey people from the internet. Alright. Those who have survived. Those. <laughs> And, uh, so, Bruce, what do you do? Apparently I get lost. All right, um, Bruce is lost. Because I don't... I, Roll, uh, survival. Survival check, right? Yeah. yeah. And then we're going to go back to five hours in the future, mm. where dusk has settled and you guys are in the Dorman settlement. Oh, wait, no, wrong hand. I mean, in the past? You guys are Five in hours in the future? No, he's in the past, you in the future. Keep up. <laughs> You're right. I understand now. He got there before you. Right. That's why he, he. That's why the thing told you guys. Well, told him about it. Mm. <laughs> Five hours later, my stone is done. Um. So, uh, Dylan, mm-hmm. while you're painting, uh, there's a couple of uh, Dorvin kids who have kind of crept up and are watching what you're doing. I'm just kind of painting. What are you painting, Mister? Um. Just the area. I haven't done scenery in a while. When's the last time Dylan remembers painting? Uh, myself. <laughs> no, when? Yeah, just give me an give me an answer. Uh, when I did my body paint for the dinner, I painted a giant griffin mm. on my. Body. Oh, I get it. Myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like <two years> ago. <laughs> yeah. Before that, was the last time you painted scenery? <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll, Say throw it. Out, uh, throw out a time. Kids ask you a question, man. This is a piece of your backstory. You remember it. Oh, I think the last time was sitting at the Orc's Head Bar. And I just kind of go, oh. <laughs> The typical <laughs> random remembers thing. <laughs> I remember painting the bar. I don't right. know what happened to that painting, but I remember painting the bar. Uh, yeah, so the kids are like, uh, they just sort of watch you. They're quiet kids, um, but then uh, they quickly get bored and they walk away. Uh, Should have put a happy tree in it. 
What do you do while you're while you're kind of while he's talking with the thing? While he's talking with the thing, uh, I'm gonna just be like standing there politely with my cane and the crook of my arm, looking around. You can sense some sort of power here, but you can't quite see it. Hmm. There's something that's uh, familiar to you here. Odd. Oh. I just realized he's part of the scenery, so I start adding Mr. Grimm into the painting. <laughs> See? Happy trees. <laughs> happy skeleton. There's no such thing as mistakes, just happy little skeletons. Happy little skeletons. So yeah, Mr. Ooh. Grimm's now part of the painting. So what are you using to paint? Do you carry painting, painting yeah, supplies? It does. Is that a new thing? It's dyes and stuff from the charlatan kit. <laughs> so you are pa- so you, you are basically just... Making water-based. You're, you're like slapping shit on wall. That's the kind of artist you are. Whatever you have. Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> I, mix, I mix the dyes together and a little bit of water that I carry around in. I need a little more white. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> He's a real gorilla artist. It's amazing, yeah. No, it's fantastic. Once no, that dries, dries out, gloss over beautifully. What's that? Once, Once that dries out, gloss over beautifully. Mm-hmm. I'll just. It's better than Mod Podge. I just finish and then I let it dry and I just set it on a barrel next to me. All right. So as you're, uh, as you're setting your your masterpiece, I, uh, well, hold on. Let me not say that. Roll me a. Uh, what do we say? Disguise self. <laughs> If yeah. you want to do your painter's check, I feel like it's a disguise. It, insight, you're using a disguise kit. Insight or disguise self. Uh, on a scale of one to twenty. Uh, seventeen because I have proficiency bonus. Seventeen. Too. It's good. <laughs> Pretty solid. Mr. Grimm looks great in it. And yeah, his, like you can see the twinkle in his eyes, even though he's in the distance of the shot. It's it amazing. doesn't have eyes. The light. Does, I'm actually able to put the light really well. You can see, like, and they don't. Swear, yeah, he's just, he's stated there's no light in his eyes. Um, so what I'm saying is there's character. <laughs> you know, I got the lighting. All the way he perfect. holds his cane and juxtaposition. But none of that matters because from the uh, edge Artistic of composer. the construction zone, you I hear wait. the sound of weapons being drawn and screams. As a series of dwarven pedestrians are fleeing from the area, and from the cave, which is the guards are currently blocking, there's like five or six dwarven warriors who are getting overrun by a horde of gibbering gray undead. Oh, fuck. So... I can see undead heading. I was going to say, I yes, don't you can. Thing. I might hear it. You will hear it. You hear it from the thane because he's not far away from the entrance. Okay, I thought we were in a separate building. Whatever. No, you can get there. You can get there quickly. <laughs> oh, I can get there quickly. I grab the shambling messes. These are just in the nick of time. Uh, Do you so know nothing of composure? Mm-hmm. Except for you. You sit there. <laughs> Bruce attempts to use his healing kit in his healing check, but he only rolls a four. <laughs> Alright, it's a five. I have roll, three. Roll the Bruce, go, huh? Oh. No, he's not there. He's, 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 he's in the so last of 30 20? rolls. You know, right? Yeah. Do we roll, we roll initiative? Yeah, roll initiative. Okay. Oh, I'm shit. Be 17. Uh, seven. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> 20. Uh, 21. Alright, 21. Okay, so 12. 
Who got higher than this waffle? Everybody? Not you. Not me. All right. Whoever is first. Take your action. You're about uh, 60 feet away from the line of uh, Noel, or of of ghouls. You recognize them as ghouls. Uh, Actually... Um, In the scene, you notice that already the dwarves have been overrun because there are a lot of them. There's... Uh, you kind of can't count in the mass, but you would guess there's easily more than 20 of these ghouls. And it looks like some of the pedestrians have already been grabbed and are being dragged toward the darkness. Uh, I'm going to try and shoot the ones that are dragging civilians with my two new hand crossbows, my repeating ones, with the plus one bolts that I was gifted. Okay. Uh, which ones are you aiming at? The ones dragging away civilians. Okay. That- you will be at disadvantage on those shots. Because they've got people. Okay. You're far away and they have partial cover. Yeah. You would have full cover, but doors aren't very tall. So I get up 30 feet, and first bolt... Uh, nope. Come on, stay on the fucking boat. Alright, so I stopped it, so nine. I had to stop it with my fucking hand. <laughs> So nine on the first shot. We need a little boxes or something. We do. Yeah. Second shot. The book used to work. Is I don't know. 13 to hit on the second shot. But twixt the two of you, you have all the skills to make a box that literally fits in the center of the table. It would look real nice. You I think re- you can make this happen. I was going to say, how many of us can work wood? Anyways, so I rolled a so 13. So the three of you. <laughs> and what was your first roll again? My first roll was a 9. My second oh, yeah, roll was right. a 13. So your second bolt hits. You are Actually, uh, wait, I forgot to add plus one for the bolt, so it's a 10 and a 14. The first one, you are lucky enough that while you miss, you do not hit anyone else. The other bolt plugs into the uh, ghoul's shoulder. So, da-da-da-da. Go ahead and start doing your turn. That's okay. uh, seven points of damage. Okay. Um, can can ghouls be affected by uh by like a charm essentially? No, nah. I was okay. gonna say they're, they're on control the... undead. That's about it. Okay, I figured that was how it would work. But yeah, uh, I, undead. If it doesn't turn. specifically target undead, it basically doesn't. They are immune. So they're they're thirty feet away. I mean, I, I should no. make you roll to know this, but I will tell you they're immune to charm. They're, so I, they're I was not. Gonna say they're they're flushy undead. So, so fire six, does work. They're sixty feet away. I move thirty to get within okay. thirty feet. Okay. So they're sixty. I think my movement's thirty. Um. Uh, I'm gonna move just so that like I can break the the distance. I'll just quickly move on over there, and then I'm gonna choose the one that is the closest. In, in encroach, mm-hmm. just cast hold person on them. Okay, I'm gonna say that's the uh, that there are two that are essentially that have uh, some dwarves, and they're about the two that you're fighting are about the same distance. So it's right next to the one he just shot. Okay, you cast hold person. Yes. How's that one work? Do I need to roll? Yeah, uh, choose a humanoid you can see within range. The target must succeed a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving. Be paralyzed throw. for the duration. What is your saving? DC. Um, fuck, my saving. You know, you know these people are bad at? Wisdom. Don't tell me, because I know they failed. I mean, you should know that for future, so you can uh, tell me later. 
Yeah. Apparently it's 14. Probably yeah. went up, though, so... Uh, it might not have. No. It probably did not. It didn't. Yeah. No. Our proficiency okay. bonus didn't go up, so the... Yeah, it would actually... Went. Unless your wisdom changes, or your... Or unless your charisma or your proficiency bonus goes up, it shouldn't change. Okay. So, yeah. 14. He's held. Uh, so he's got uh, this Dorvan woman in a hug, and he ain't moving. Which is ironic, because ghouls paralyze people. Mm. It's a switch there. Mm-hmm. But... Oh, sorry, you go last. I was, was going to say, I'm Ghouls! Uh, <laughs> the one that you shot drops the uh, man that he's clutching onto and just turns and bolts at you. Bring it, motherfucker. Yeah, so what's your armor class? It is uh, 15. That's a hit. Okay. All right. Ooh, you mean. Uh, not so mean. He does four damage. Uncanny dodge, it's half to two. Oh, okay. Oh, God. So, the second claw attack. That one hits, and that's the bad one. Man, I should have waited for my uncanny dodge. <laughs> I thought he only had one attack. Nope, barely not. Uh, that's uh, eight damage, and you need to roll a constitution save. That's Okay. You don't know, right? Dylan's like, ha ha! And then the ghoul just uppercuts him in the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 20 uh, on my constitution save. And it was 8 damage? Yes. Alright. I learned my lesson. So you feel the locking sensation that comes with a ghoul's paralyzing touch, but you shake it off. Fucking asshole. Bop. Mm-hmm. A bunch of other ghouls are fighting the dwarves, and some of them are starting to climb over the combat and just start heading into the area. Oh, yeah, let's see. How do we want to do this? Cast sleep, Bob. <laughs> I guess undead. It'd be super useful right now. <laughs> no, I don't think I'll do that. In fact, I don't think I'll if use... If you cast sleep my... now, you'd be a traitor to your people. Just period. Strong, that, was a, that was a moment of gross. I'm proud of you. <laughs> this hey, look! It's either dancing lights, hypnotic pattern, or I can boost myself for another round. And I think I'll boost myself for another round. I'll cast mage armor. <laughs> Sleep Honestly. is its own condition, right? Uh, right. Usually, exhaustion's not a condition of sleep. Correct? No. No. Sleep is not on this list of things they resist or immune to. What? They're not, not immune to sleep? <laughs> that does not make sense. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, they, I don't think they do the general resistance, because ghouls are... They can... I think ghouls okay, how do about go this? Dormant. I roll a... 22. Do I... What do I know about these ghouls? Uh, you know that uh, ghouls are an undead. Mm. They uh, are immune to poison. Mm. They resist necrotic. And they're immune to the conditions of charmed, exhausted, and poisoned. So yeah. not sleep. Sleep. If you just talk, you know that they are. Allies, you know I'm that as an, across this table, you know that they are as a. I have a range of ninety feet. You you know that as an undead, they are surprisingly. They have more intelligence than the average undead because they have feral instincts, and they're typically not known for anything short of the straight up devouring of human flesh, though. Well, mm. dwarven flesh, any. Humanoid flesh. 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 Living flesh. Mortal living flesh. Yes. So good news for you. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, they're all coming out of the that's, tunnel. That's, that's zero for three. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have none of those. I'm, that's uh, a, they're all coming out of the tunnel, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. And there are, are still some in the tunnel, correct? Yes. Is the tunnel... Because the in- six dwarves are doing their best to hold them back, but at this point, they're... Well, yes, I know, but I want to be... I want to release sleep past the dwarves. Yes. Okay. You may. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, sleep. Blockade. <laughs> Dwarf wants to uh, sleep. Yeah. Bob wants to blockade. Yep. Let's see. I'll just I'll maximize this thing out. Give me all the D eights. <laughs> <laughs> Here's three. Nine, 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 four, five, six, seven. How many more do you need? Uh, four more. Holy. Yeah, he means all the D8s. I mean all the D8s. I, I don't get part of all the D8s in you here. <laughs> I cast sleep to hopefully plug the tunnel with a whole bunch of unconscious. Breaking gas. Let's see. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, here. Ten. Twenty. It's about 56, right? Thirty. Forty. Uh, yeah, fifty. Twelve. Fifty? Yeah. Okay. You get three. Woohoo! Three of the ghouls just go down. I hope the ones dragging people away. Uh, none of the ones dragging people away because they hadn't made any. Ba- they hadn't grabbed any people past the uh, the guards yet because they had to leap over the guards to grab people. Oh. So now they have to get back through the guards to get the people away. Um. That being said, there are a couple of ghouls with what look to be smaller packages who are moving quicker than the others. Uh, my turn or yes or dwarves. Uh, it's a story. They fight. Okay. They fight, they attack, they maybe kill a couple. They do stuff. I swap mm-hmm. over to my melee equipment, which is... Uh, I don't have time to roll for NPCs. Do this. Yeah. <laughs> so, first attack is the truncheon. This no, big... no, you use your truncheon to attack. <laughs> Semantics, go. Semantics. <laughs> so, da-da-da. That's uh, uh, 11 to hit. No. Okay. It's terrible. Come on. Second one's the dagger. It's actually closer than you'd think. <laughs> Is 20 to hit on the dagger. That's mm-hmm. a stabby stab. It sinks into the undead flesh. Indeed. And it does makes one a, point of damage. It makes it sound like parchment being because cut. Because it's the second attack, it doesn't add mod. <laughs> That's right. Alright. Alright, so... Gentlemen... All right, so I'm going to use Quicken Spell, which will allow me to use one of my spells as a bonus action. So for the bonus action, I'm going to use Alter Self and choose to take some natural weapons of claws. Um, Okay. And then I'm going to bridge the gap to the guy that... uh, You held? I held. And then use my cantrip of shock and grasp, combined with my claws, hmm. and uh, see if I can uh, double up that. Uh, uh, hit that son of a gun. Four. Let's see. Oh, well, that's probably not going to hit him. No, I hit. Would you roll fifteen? Yeah. No. <laughs> you miss. What are you doing, Jeff? You're doing a hand-to-hand attack? He's doing a yes. hand-to-hand attack, shock and grasp. Uh, well, if the... Wait, shock and grasp? 
Just he's, a, trying to, he's trying to do the third edition thing where he combines the two, which I've always liked and I'm allowing. Uh, if he uses Shocking Grass, he doesn't need to use his natural weapons. Yeah, he if just he adds just uses his touch spell attack, which is uh, Charisma he's plus He's trying to add claw damage to his Shocking Grasp. So uh, I'm penalizing him for the goal, so he must make an attack roll to do it. Then, right. no, then that, that so, Which is why I made the attack roll in the first place. I assumed that's where that was going. Yeah. Um. So yeah. You done. You miss. <laughs> uh, the ghouls carrying two smaller, screaming, uh, semi-bearded things. Because, I mean, they go up... Teen beard. Teen beard. <laughs> Not even, man. It Well, it looks like teen beard, but these are on eight-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they gonna... start to leap over the, uh, the guards. And, uh... One of them is blocked briefly by one of the Dwarven Warriors, but the other one leaps clear and starts heading deeper into the catacombs. Meanwhile, Randall... What's your armor class again? 15. Okay. That's two claw hits. How much does the first one do? Does four damage. You need to make that save. Wait, uh, wait. I thought the second one did the... Save. Uh, the first attack is a bite, and it's no save. The second set attacks is claws, okay, so and they're the ones. And the first one, the bite missed. You are taking a total of well, it was four and then eight. I'll have the eight. Of course you will, even though you should choose before. <laughs> I mean, you didn't tell him. Yeah. I told him four already. Yeah, that's why I didn't take it. Good call. Four. I'm only telling people rules if they cared. Alright, so do you take 8 damage and you need to roll 2 saves? Uh, 10. 6. Second to 6? Yeah. Alright, you are paralyzed. Nice. The, uh, a, the yeah, creeping, necrotic feeling of cold death just takes over your whole body and you don't move. Ah, uh, home. Ah, <laughs> home. Bop. Oh, sorry. There's a, there is a U. What's your armor class? Uh, my armor class is do, 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 13. That's what I thought. You take 7 and 8 damage. And you, you don't worry about this because you're undead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, what was it? 7 and 8, that's a total of what? 15. 15. Mm-hmm. Right, Bruce, or Bop. Uh, Alright. I, I, as I see these ghouls leap over the line, or one of them leap over the line of doors, I estimate where it would land, and I do a pretty good job of estimating, apparently. Tell me what check you roll. You really need to knock this shit off. <laughs> you just roll a dice and decide if you do something. At least give me the dice you're rolling. I'm intelligence. Okay. Let's see. Let's see they're moving that see, fast, that long. I know you're a DM, and yeah, you know. know what to roll. Please tell the DM. Pretend that I'm in charge of the table. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tell Jay, so that next time one of us rolls it, Jay knows what to tell us to roll. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. He gets it. Jay, hey, listen. If we have to pretend Jay's in charge every other time, you have to pretend every now and again. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Listen, so you roll an intelligence check to determine his trajectory? Basically. The one that's getting away with the kit? Yeah. Okay, what do you do? And then I cast Grease where they're going to land. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you cast Grease on this gas. Now the problem with that is you are going to catch 
some of the fight in front of him with Grease. Well, I just, well no, because he's hopping over it, correct? It's, it's like a, a it's 20 like foot. Ten. No, no, it's only... It's only 10 for Grease? Yeah, 10 okay. foot square. All right, fine. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Go for what, what, what does he need to roll? Uh, Dex at uh, 16 to save. He's good at Dex. Nah, no. That's a 21. Damn. He just sort of skids across the grease. <laughs> There's this moment as, uh, Dylan, as Dylan's paralyzed eyes see this thing do a similar pose that he did through the bar. <laughs> I knew I should have trademarked that shit. You should have. <laughs> <laughs> Always I, trademark. Grease surfing. It's uh, for magic bitches. <laughs> it's really easy for their ghouls because they can skid on their face and not worry about it. <laughs> That's true. Also true. All right. And a few other ghouls that are in that 10-foot thing do go down. Yay! They fall over. There's only uh, one other one that is still standing in your grease puddle. Woohoo! I like this. Dylan. Uh. Roll safe. Hey, Gentlemen. My turn uh, to attack. 20. Alright, so you're un you're unparalyzed, but it's at the end of your turn, so. My turn to attack? Finally. Alright. Just take two of what I did before. Okay. <laughs> and it's a dexterity based attack. If you're proficient with it, you would have proficiency bonus. If you're not proficient with it, you don't. All right, so one hit? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you only need a 12 for a hit. It's not hard. No, oh, well, then yeah, I totally hit him. Okay. So roll. go ahead and roll your claw damage and your shock damage. I'll allow it. All right. The claw gives me a d6. And while you do that, I'm going to go ahead and do a thing. Dylan, you, uh, you're snatched by the school. It gives you a big hug. It starts. Do I roll a contest? Yes, because you are unparalyzed. Otherwise, no. I was gonna say, holy shit! You are uh, you are snatched by the school. What do I roll for in the contest? Athletics or acrobatics? Okay, acrobatics it is. I mean, you could you know roll. Do I add? Do I add anything? I'm hugged. Yeah, you're hugged. Uh, You are grabbed by a goal. Please roll your con or your saving it. Those are just flat rolls for the damage. There's no, like, I don't have, like, a base attack. I don't know what the yeah. spell. As Dylan goes unconscious in, in the loving arms of the uh, ghoul. It's... Hold on. There actually <laughs> was seven. Uh, it's nine. How much damage did you? Nine. All right. Uh, Jay, I nat one. <laughs> the ghoul slipped the dick into his butt, and he went out. So he gets in a big bear hug, and now he's just, he's a Dylan suitcase for for a ghoul who's trying to run off with him too. <laughs> I knew I should have had that handle installed in my armor. <laughs> <laughs> I, Bruce, I thought it looked cool. Bruce said it was a great idea for movement after he took me away from Morse. <laughs> and you get attacked. You get attacked real good twice. You get bitted, Mr. Gentleman. It's eight damage. And you get clotted. It's another four damage. I'm getting hurt. And uh, a couple of Dorver warriors go down. And the other ghoul uh, with... Basically, the other ghoul with the child has made it through the line now. And the two children are almost into the darkness. So did you say eight and four? I did. Okay. Time for sleep. Um, fuck. 
It is boss turn. Yes. <laughs> there are two. Bop. There are two ghouls because the line is broken. We're coming right at you, Bop. Shit. <laughs> well, that really doesn't go well. For <laughs> All right. We'll we'll have to hope. Goddamn. In the words of Roy, this is not the time for character growth, Jameson. <laughs> haste it is. Okay. Bob cast haste. Yeah. So Bob's done. Dylan, roll your save. You can move, I think. Are you sure? I believe haste is a swift cast. No, for Bob. I believe haste is a swift cast. They did the not fuck you with it this time. The oh. bonus action. Yeah, it's, you know, all those spells that you need so to do a thing, they made it so you could do the fucking oh. thing. No, casting time is still one action. No. Okay. So I can still move. He can move, yeah. Uh, I rolled a six. I backpedal a bit. Okay. I rolled a six, so moving Which, on. <laughs> I now move at 30 feet. Uh, gentlemen? <laughs> I'm going to cast Blink. Uh, which does that. Blow D20. 11 or higher, you vanish from the current plane. 11. Alright, so you, you vanish from the current plane. <laughs> fuck, he went home. <laughs> <laughs> he said, fuck this. He bounced. Well, the lads, did you say this is bullshit? <laughs> uh, I go, you dare touch me? And then... <laughs> you dare touch me and it's just and he's gone <laughs> fair right. uh, yeah so and at the end of this round the ghouls are running at Bop who's just cast his spell mm-hmm. um, and at that point you hear the clarion call that Bop knows is a good thing yep. as uh, yeah. the king and his royal guard Exit his chambers from behind Bop. Now, the problem is, is that Bop is a capable warrior, so they immediately run past Bop to go help the line against, you know, the real problem. Mm. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> Clearly, I've proved my worth in many encounters. And, uh. <laughs> when you assume. <laughs> Actually, Which leaves Dylan. Should I roll another save? Go for yeah. it. I, that we have already done it. Right? Roll your suitcase check. I'm still a suitcase. <laughs> Threes are my new Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, Mr. Grimm? Mm, yes. Uh, I get to just appear in any ten foot square. Okay, where do you want to be? Near where I was. So I want to be behind something that won't put me behind in front of something. Is that possible? Behind that, something. That cover. Ass, yeah. He wants to blink to cover. Do you want to be behind the... Like, it's kind of an open area. Do you want to be behind that ghoul? As long as there's not a ghoul behind me when I do that. Uh, at this point... He doesn't want to be in a shit At sandwich. this point, <laughs> the ghouls in the front line are occupied, and there's only really the four, the, the, the two that you guys are fighting and the two that are coming at him. Mm. Okay. <laughs> he was be- being that's, carried. That's true. He's not fighting. Yeah, I'm being really uh, carried in this encounter. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll blink behind that one then. Yeah, yeah. Because the other one is would technically be behind you, but as you as you saw, he's just sort of leaving. 
with your yeah. new friend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm like a fucking dog that's getting picked up by its like center, just yeah. arms and legs yeah, sticking like, out. Like a lean carrying um, the war dog. Yeah. <laughs> suitcase. Suitcase. Hello, uh, suitcase. We'll talk about that later in a story of the realm. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm adding seven to each of these rolls then. Yes. Mm. Okay. So that is a thirteen. That one is a fourteen. I'm even going to give you advantage because you basically just surprised him. Fantastic. I'm surprised. You hit with all of them. I think your first set of rolls was good enough. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so go ahead and roll damage. Roll to make sure you didn't crit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I did. I did, and I didn't. Okay. Well, he said he did crit. I was like, what are we talking about? Don't worry about that. I'm just going to say he did. No. Uh, Uh, What'd you get? 19. Damage? Yes. We are going to say he did. Yay. You, uh... Did you do shocking grasp again? No. Okay, just just doing the claw thing? Okay. You, uh, you rend that thing down to the bone, and it becomes a quivering, gibbering pile of ghoul. And then I'm gonna press to dis- press to myself because I'm I'm dead all over me. <laughs> all right, so uh, he has to desoil himself. <laughs> all right, so uh, you are at the front line now, being carried away, Dylan, by your ghoul. But I, uh, the Thane himself, has pulled a warhammer and has clubbed your ghoul upside the head, and it goes down. As well as you do. <laughs> Randall, uh, one, of your, one of your words is it's a curse. Beautiful. <laughs> Excellent. Silence. Because paralysis. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. This is a man of few words. <laughs> yeah, I'm a man of few words. Uh, this bot. guy is also green. All right, so here's, here's my question. Are the two coming at me side by side or one in front of the other? Side by side. Okay. Um... And I'm assuming since we're in large hall, there's enough room to move around them. Mm, yeah. Okay. No, I can go 60 feet now. Okay, yeah. Because <laughs> you want the pursuit, pursuit, right? Yeah, yeah. Your objective is pursuit. Oh, I'm going to swing them around. Oh, okay. So, he wants to be I'm going to run around them. They're, they're side by side. So, I will go around to one edge. <laughs> attacking on the rear quarter. What? Rear quarter of the, the line? Yeah. Okay. I uh, shall bring my warhammer around. And with a mighty dwarven war, ah! I'll fling it forcefully several times into its face. I guess I should roll to attack. Yeah, you just roll damage, <laughs> huh? Yes, I did. Uh, one will hit, uh, the other will not. So it looks like you should minus one of those damage dies that you did roll beforehand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that's why things are color-coded. It makes it useful. Yeah, he actually has a Yeah, he actually does have a good system. Uh, that's a nice one to mimic if you yeah. want to save time. So um, the, fir- the first blow lands upon the ghoul, dealing it ten damage. Okay. Solid meaty hit from with, Bob. And then with the return stroke, I miss. Uh, I have a nickel for every time I return stroke missed. You're up. Roll your thingy. Nine. Nine. And German, that means no, Randall. You're not getting up. <laughs> yes, that's with mods. Yeah. Wow. Hi, my name is Mitch. I'll be playing today. <laughs> no, you're rolling about twice what I've been rolling. Really, I've been rolling threes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> You'll hear. <laughs> Mr. Grimm, back at it again. Um, 
Yours is dead. Sure uh, is. I fucking killed the fuck out that shit. Yeah, the the fight is kind of getting wrapped up here. There's just a few in like the melee at this point. Everything they're chasing him. So, there. How many are chasing him? There's like four or five left at the front line. Okay, so I'm gonna choose one that's like decently far away. That may maybe one's threatening him. Why not? Okay. And then I'm going to use my catapult spell. Okay. Uh, which will allow me to just launch something of my choosing. What do you choose to launch? Um. So that's a good question. I haven't. I, I'm not sure. I think I'm going to get really crazy. And just launch my own hand at it. <laughs> okay. Can I add the claw damage? <laughs> okay, I'm going to start making you <laughs> don't believe you actually can because you are no longer attached. That's true, yeah, but I'm, I'm going to st- say no. Because you're not Unless swinging. you have the ability to make a limb move without it being attached to you, which I do not think you do. Actually, I think you should go to the doctor now. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, and but but that is one of the things you can do, right? Is remove bits of yourself as weapons. Absolutely. Okay. I will allow that. Yeah. But you should go. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to do that. And then I'll uh, roll a hit here. Which one of these? Let's see. That one's a 14. That's what you use haste for. You cast <laughs> shocking grasp on your hand. Uh, you a hand cannon. Them with the it. one that you just hit with a hammer. Just has a giant or a skeletal hand just clasping the back of its head now. Uh, actually, that that hits for three d eight bludgeoning damage. So what? So a hand explodes from the head. It's a spell. Um, it's a mean spell. You fire a thing. Pick a thing and fire it. Yeah. Uh, Man, I should have stayed in a pact with a demon. Apparently, <laughs> well, a sorcerer. Sorcerer. <laughs> Like it's, it, it's head explodes. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a there's a yeah, twenty one. Yeah, yeah twenty one. I hit it for twenty one. And I just see. <laughs> describe, like, describe that. Uh, so I, I remove my hand and go. I, I actually just put my hand up and go. It's time for you to go. And it launches <laughs> off and just goes straight through his fucking head. Just chunk chunk. Does does the hand like for for funny, not not combat. Purposes is does does it have like a the gesture a gesture yeah it's knife handed knife hands <laughs> knife handed just knife hands just aimed at Bob's face am I dodging this I remember this? reading no. up briefly on oh. Catapult does your hand stop or does it keep going because oh. you might have a hell of a game of fetch coming up boy <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, if the object would strike a creature, that creature must make a dexterity saving throw on failed save. The object strikes the target and stops moving. Okay. In either case, both the object uh, and the creature or solid service take 3d8 bludgeoning damage. What I'm hearing is we need to attach like a bit of chain up his fucking arms. <laughs> to his hand, so when it launches, it's just hooked to his shoulder, so he can just reel that shit back in. I was gonna say, he has space underneath the ribcage. We can just put some spools in there. I thought about launching my cane, because You have fishing poles. Uh. I I considered launching my cane sword, Mm. but I decided I needed that to cast the spell. That's important, yeah. You made that your casting implement. Mm -hmm. Now, see, what you do is you hold up your cane sword, 
and you point it at him, and you fire the cane part, leaving the sword in your hand. <laughs> How about we stop making things, and he just does, le- yeah, does yes. that in the future. Mm. By the way, uh, so that I it's know, a surprise for the listener later. I know Dylan wanted to be a lot like Bruce, but can I stop rolling like you? Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Is that part of the so deal? Also, Jeff, catapult does do damage to the object as well. The drawback to Mitch becoming Bruce and Bruce becoming Mitch. It's pretty sturdy now. I, I altered it. I think he broke his hand. <laughs> uh, he has a broken hand. <laughs> It'll fix itself. It'll, it'll be all right. And uh, at with that, the uh, the warriors just mop up the rest of the ghouls. And uh, You're welcome. you hear the Thane starts uh, calling out orders to show up the line, figure out what, you know, who's missing. And very quickly, a family of dwarves runs forward and said, Our children, our children were saved. I pop up. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I'd go over and kick you away. But <laughs> <laughs> you wake up, pop kicks you. <laughs> you awake? Because your initiative was right before his. <laughs> Yes. The fucked up thing is, like, I wasn't asleep, so you would kick me awake and I'd still be paralyzed. I would just be paralyzed with a broken rib, yeah. (laughs) Hey, I didn't say I'd kick you with the Warhammer. We both know. (laughs) Just, wham! Wake up, damn it! I'm gonna use Mage Hand to grab my own hand. Side note. (laughs) This is fucking weird. Yeah, he doesn't need to reel it in. Alright, I'm gonna drink a healing potion. And prep my shit to go after those motherfuckers that took the kids. And then I re- I release haste and I go. <sighs> I okay. kill over and breathe heavily for several moments. Uh, Dylan is chasing after a band of ghouls. Do you guys follow? I will be. I'm actually gonna drink two healing potions. I'm gonna go. Actually, does the, here's the question: Does the mop up take a minute? Uh, what do you mean? Like everything's his done. spell lasts okay. a minute. In the spell haste last minute. Yeah. yeah, he's wondering if he still has haste to chase the kids or yeah. No, you're, 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 you can chase him. I cast long strider. Actually, no, no, I don't. I cast spider climb. Okay. And I run. I go. Dylan, the kids. All right. So, how many feet do you move? Like ninety, right? If you're in a full <laughs> run. Yeah. Uh, how fast are you moving with haste? Uh, right new sixty. You? Uh sixty normal move. I How mean, fast do you saunter? Yeah, you can double yes. move, right? Yeah, so I, I saunter. Yeah. You just sort of stroll behind everyone. Jay. Yeah, I'm moving at thirty feet is my is I, I'm pretty sure that's my base movement is thirty on feet. On the ceiling, yeah. On the ceiling. Especially terrifying. since I'm pretty hurt and I'm not even <laughs> certain if things can feel me here. I'm like, ow. Just, okay. This isn't what I used to feel like. It's been quite some time since I've been in a battle. But so you saunter over the uh, the battle lines to sort of follow your new friend, your new acquaintances. Yes. Meanwhile, I just um, go more. Dylan, who has charged ahead, uh, has the terrifying sensation of a dwarf moving at 120 feet over the top of his head within a few rounds. <laughs> what do you mean terrifying sensation? It's just a Wednesday nowadays. It's just a fucking Wednesday. No, I know it's only a Wednesday. Before. That's right. Bob, Bob crawling on the ceiling should give you nightmares. <laughs> Gives me nightmares. Bob, Bob pulling the Sonic the Hedgehog should be terrifying. This yeah, is me. We got Naruto running together. <laughs> if there were some fucking trees, he'd see me and him jumping from tree branch to tree branch with our arms behind us. 
As you're sauntering through the, the carnage, uh, one thing you notice is you finally understand what that feeling, of, that similar feeling has been. The blood of the combat has covered the ground, which has activated for you the ability to see the ley lines that are going backwards into the catacombs. These tracings through the, through the stone that you recognize as uh, places where power converges. It's like the power of the earth, or the plane. Ah, planar power. That is this feeling. I was wondering what that was. You understand that this symbolizes that somewhere down there is a node or a nexus of just power. It's a good place to perform rituals, things. It there. It's not uncommon for cities to be built on them, and people don't even know why. It's just people are attracted to it. Another gathering point for these silly mortals. Well, that explains what's at the end of this. Um, so, Bruce, you've been lost for the last four or five hours, and while the red light has never gone away, you've also never been attacked. Roll a perception check. In fact, roll four of them. <laughs> My first save. Bro, you could have grabbed a d20 by now. It's going through. <laughs> <laughs> right. I've got to figure out what to add to them. Okay. It's not much. And I'm going to roll like between a three and a five, so I'm not worried about what I roll. Um, <laughs> if you hear nothing, let's skip the rolling. <laughs> that was closer to an 18 than a 2. Um, I roll a 22. Right. 21. So over the course yeah, of time, man. you can hear For the, first, the sounds of things. The first perception. If I don't perceive immediate danger, Bruce tries to patch himself up, because he did get stabbed a couple times, and that sucked. Yeah. Uh, we're going to say that you're, you're, you know better than to stay still. So, you know, you know there's in danger, so you're moving and you're bandaging yourself. Yeah. And pretty quickly you hear and sense that there's something moving through these catacombs. That being said, it's difficult for you to tell if it's even in your tunnel. Yeah. It sounds like there are tunnels near. It sounds like there are offshoot rooms. You've bumped into them as you guys have... A ton of shit going on. Yeah. Um, you can't ever, like... It looks like you're moving through an old sewer line, and then occasionally it comes out and... You find yourself in rooms that look like they belong to buildings that have been buried. It's a mess. <coughs> and uh, but you spend you know several hours lost. Uh, what do you do in reaction to the noises? Make sure that I'm bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bruce would move around cautiously, and Bruce would attempt to find his way out for obvious. Roll survival. Nine. Okay. So you uh, you feel like you're moving. Which way? Which way is Bruce trying to go? Is he trying to head back to the surface, or would he be trying to go? Like where? Where? Where is Bruce trying to be? Bruce lost the trail. Hmm. So now Bruce is just trying to egress. Okay. No point being in an obviously dangerous catacomb system forever. Yeah, as I stated, the reason you lost the trail isn't because you really lost it, it's because you could not follow. 
It went through a hole that Bruce doesn't fit in. Same idea. Yeah. Long striding his ass, by the way. And uh, at first, you find yourself going and mine. up. Yeah. With your check, you Seems find legit. yeah, you feel like up's good. Up's so every good. every time you make a choice, you feel like I'll head up, up, up is toward life in the sun and not here. Yeah. And uh, you start the further up you go, the less sewery, the less stonework there is, and you start to go. Start to be treading on what feels like rotting timber. It's like this place. It feels like you kind of entered a section of city that was just built on top of. And uh, the problem with that is Bruce is very, very heavy. And uh, as you're traveling across what seems to be some sort of old, uh, large ballroom of some type you uh, get to the center and feel the weight of the timber, or feel your weight on the timber, and you hear the sound of cracking, splintering pine. Bruce, what do you say before you fall through the floor? Do you, do you wily coyote that crap? <laughs> it's like, just... Blink, blink. Bruce knows exactly what caused this to happen. <laughs> Fucking plate mail. <laughs> As the ground gives way falls. and Bruce falls. Shit. Falls. Falls. Good fall. For those who aren't aware, uh, the plate mail only adds 30 pounds of his 630 pound total. <laughs> we'll discuss how much you weigh in the next episode. Dragon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Torchlit Tavern. We hope you've enjoyed this episode, and we hope you will continue to enjoy many episodes in the future. Don't forget to like us and rate us on wherever you listen, and don't forget to share us with everybody you know so our podcast can grow. Also, don't forget to follow our show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, or whatever your preferred podcasting service is. And... Furthermore, should you wish to follow our lovely players and their epic journeys, you can follow them at the following locations. Hey guys, it's Ryan, favorite Warlock Roy, and uh, you can find me on Twitter at RyanSCBSantos. You can find your favorite DM, Jameson Oxford, on Twitter at Agent Beige. And you can find your good boy Dylan on Twitter at Argo Omega. Fuck your Warlock. Red.